Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to One Deep Breath, a novel of truth and knowing. Written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2022 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 7, Magic in a Cup. In a few days, Hendrik and I would finally be together again. Thinking about him sent shivers throughout my body. There was so much that I wanted to show and share with him. I cleaned the house and studio, went food shopping, and got my supply of movies from the library. Not like we wouldn't be doing other things at night, but I wanted to make sure that everything was perfect. Prior to picking him up, I checked myself and my outfit for what seemed like the millionth time before I jumped into the car. It was still early in the season, so traffic was not bad. I found a great parking spot and waited in my car until the boat docked. One more check in the rearview mirror and I was ready to greet my fiancé. Waiting for the passengers to unload, I could feel my heart beating out of my chest. Nervousness and excitement were coursing through my veins. Finally, I saw him. There weren't many people waiting, so I knew he saw me immediately. His smile was like a beam of light aimed right at me. I tried to stay put, but I couldn't. Just as he stepped off the platform, I launched myself at him, barely giving him time to drop his bag. We didn't even notice if anyone was around or if we were in the way. Everything seemed like it was in slow motion, which made our embrace and kiss more exhilarating. Slowly, Hendrik then placed me on the ground. Hello, beautiful. I blushed. It feels so good to finally have you here with me. It feels so good to finally be here. Are you tired? I thought we could do a little sightseeing. Being with you, I have all the energy in the world. We put his bag in the car, and then we walked around town, hand in hand, window shopping and sightseeing. It was like something magnetically attached us to each other. I had always negatively judged couples who walked around completely intertwined, 
arms around waist or in back pockets, thinking how uncomfortable and impractical that was. But now, I was doing it and fully enjoying it. At times, it, it was a little awkward, but I just couldn't keep my hands off of him. After about an hour, I could tell Hendrick's travel was catching up to him. So we grabbed a cup of coffee from my favorite bakery for the drive back up island. We would do more sightseeing another day. All I wanted to do was be with Hendrick. As we drove up the road to the house, I saw Granddad coming out. Knowing we caught him red-handed, he waited until we parked. I was trying to surprise you, but you got home sooner than I thought. Granddad, you remember Hendrick? Of course, my soon-to-be grandson-in-law. Hendrick walked over to Granddad to shake his hand, but Granddad pulled him in for a hug, to both our surprises. Nice to see you again, Hendrick. Thanks for making my granddaughter so happy. Sir, it's been my pleasure. She is an amazing woman, and her love has given me the strength to do things I didn't know I could. Yeah, she is that good, Granddad said with a smile. So, I was trying to be sneaky and drop off some lobsters. They're in your chiller. Thank you, Granddad. Okay, I'll leave you two. Hendrick, have a wonderful visit. Thank you, sir. Please, call me Adequan. We brought Hendrick's bag and a few items we got at the store into the house. Once we put everything away, I looked at Hendrick. Are you hungry? No, but I would love to take a shower. Of course. Towels and everything are in the bathroom. I thought about cooking the lobsters so they would be ready when he came out of the shower. But then I had a better idea. I knocked lightly on the bathroom door. Yes? Would you like company? I thought you'd never ask. Lying next to Hendrick put me in a peaceful place. To hear him breathe and to feel his chest rise and fall must have been how a baby felt in the womb when they could hear their mother's heartbeat. Safe and comfortable. I awoke to the smell of coffee and bacon. Smiling, I gave appreciation for my wonderful life. Good morning, beautiful. I made you some coffee. Is it the special coffee that you still haven't shown me how to make? Of course. I sat up in bed and gratefully accepted what I believed was magic in a cup. The smell was just different. I didn't know how he made it, but it was the best cup of coffee that I ever drank. Still hot, I took small sips, each one warming my body. So... I have bacon and eggs ready when you are. Wow, the royal treatment. I shuffled out of the room with my coffee cup still in hand and settled in at the kitchen table. Hendrick had a grace about him that you would not expect from such a big man, and he definitely knew his way around the kitchen. I quietly watched him work, admiring his every move. How did I get so lucky? I thought to myself. Hendrick caught me watching him. What? I'm just appreciating my soon-to-be husband. 
As he placed my breakfast in front of me, he said, Thank you for the appreciation, my soon-to-be wife. Hearing him say that sent a surge of energy through me, making me shiver. Are you cold? Do you want a sweater? <laughs> no, I'm good. Hearing you say that gave me wonderful shivers. I know we can make this work. Yes, we can. After breakfast, I gave Hendrick a tour of the Sunshine Studio and my latest paintings. Then I took him over to the tribal office. We enjoyed a day of touring around the island and ended the day bundled up on the beach watching the sunset. Evie, I want to make sure that you're okay with me moving forward with my new company. I am crazy excited and proud of you. I support your decision 100%. You need to do what is best for you and Asia. Don't you mean for us and Asia? I didn't respond. Evie, you all right? Yes. Sorry. That was the first time that I thought of us as a family. I mean, that didn't come out right. Nothing was coming out of my mouth right, so I just closed it and sat there quietly. Beautiful. I know what you mean. This is all new for me as well. He gave me a huge hug, and then we headed home. That night in bed, before falling asleep, the cigarette smoke returned. Thoughts were racing through my head. Everything we did moving forward, we did as a team. My decisions impacted Hendrick and his me. Hendrick, are you awake? I whispered. Now I am. He rolled over and spooned me. What's up, beautiful? Will you travel the world with me? I would love to, but... But what? I rolled over to see his face. Evie, is this something that you want to do soon? There's still a lot that I'm navigating with Asia and her mother's health. I, I know. I'm sorry. I replied quietly. Evie, what? What is it? I'm feeling this urge to travel and see the world, and I would love to do it with you. And I would love to join you. But if you're looking to do it soon, I cannot guarantee that I can go with you. Is there something going on? Have you been offered something? No, and, and no. I, I was just thinking. Now the smell of smoke was full on. It was like Hendrick took a long drag of a cigarette and had blown it directly into my face. I stroked his cheek. Don't worry, Hendrick, it's nothing. Let's get some sleep. I kissed him gently. I love you. I closed my eyes, but I could feel him searching my face, trying to figure out what was going on. Okay. Let's talk more in the morning. I love you, too. At breakfast, Hendrick could feel my agitation. Would you like to talk? He asked. I've been smelling smoke again. Do you know why? Yes. It's us. What do you mean? 
It's us. I am worried about how we're going to make this work. Evie, I know we have things to figure out, but I don't want you to worry. When you say, make this work, what exactly do you mean? Is there a particular timeline that we're working on? No, not really. But I always thought that when you got engaged, you'd get married within a year-ish. Plus, where are we going to live? Here or, or Denver or, or, or somewhere else? And what about Asia? She needs you, and I know you can't be without her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Evie, slow down. No wonder you're smelling smoke. Your mind is going a million miles a minute. Take a breath and close your eyes. He waited until I was calmer. Now, what does your heart say? How do you feel? My heart says that I want to live my life with you. I want you, Asia, and I to be a family. And that feels good to you? Yes, it does. Then it will be. We don't need to live by others' rules. We make our own. Please remember, this is our life and no one else's. As soon as Hendrix said those words, I remembered what I had told Reva when she had concerns about having a big wedding. Whose wedding is it? Do what is right for you and Brian. It had been Brian's family expectations to have a large wedding, not theirs, and in the end, they had happily eloped. I needed to practice what I preached. The recognition that I was more concerned about what others thought than what was good for us smacked me upside my head. Ego, you're at it again. Slowly, the cigarette smell dissipated. It was really weird how the smell would come and go, Sometimes I didn't realize that it was gone until I smelled it again. Then I needed to focus on why it had returned. Admittedly, this was not an enjoyable process, but I could finally appreciate its purpose. The rest of Hendrick's stay was smoke-free. We had a wonderful time just being with each other. Our bond continued to grow, and it felt so warm and comforting. It had been clear to me why Hendrick had been so focused on learning to love himself first before committing to me. He was so confident and secure in us. Now that I knew how to love me first, I could also be secure in my relationship with Hendrick. Today's episode is brought to you by Healing Words Customized Meditations, written for you and only you. To learn more, visit www.healingwords.online. Reminder, you don't need to live by anyone else's rules. Stop worrying about what others think and do what is right for you.